Setiap manusia ada dua perkara ada dua yang bersama-sama dalam hidup dan mati. You're listening to if this is it. Hey guys, welcome to another brand new episode of If This Is It. I'm Hidayat Nordin, and as always, thank you very much for tuning in. And for those who are new, thank you very much for coming as well. In this podcast series, we'll be having a sit-down discussion, right, or rather a conversation about life, regrets, as well as everything in between. And uh, without further ado, If This Is It. If this is it. Hi, my name is uh, Lee Rocker. Uh, I mean, that's my stage name. Um, also known as Wayne Lee. Uh, but my Muslim name is Daniel. Ah, yeah. how are you, bro? I'm good lah, I'm good. I'm great and grateful. That's great. what I always say. Nice, awesome, brother. Uh, so maybe you can uh, maybe share with us, like, what do you do? I'm a full-time hustler who happens to rap. Mm-hmm. So I do music. I help people with the recording as well. I mix and master their songs and and I produce their songs. Mm-hmm. Um, also a freelance actor uh-huh. and I'm a swim coach. Swim coach as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tour leader for this thing called the Triad Trail. What What do you do as a tour leader? Uh lead tour lah. Uh, around Chinatown. Oh. To show the like the dark side of history. Oh, on how side. yeah, on how Triad came about, how uh, secret society was formed, I things see. like that's quite exciting. That's quite oh, exciting. it sounds interesting. It really it sounds interesting. So, um, other than that, I'm also a businessman. So mm. whatever, uh, legal business, if I can get my hand into it, I'll mm. get my hand into it, lah. Awesome. Share with us, like, how were you brought up growing up? Ooh, uh. I don't really have a great upbringing. So. Mm-hmm. My mom and my dad um got divorced when I was five, mm-hmm. uh in Indonesia. Right, so so you were Indonesian? Or? Yes, I was Indonesian for the first sixteen years of my life. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, I grew up in Indonesia for the first twelve years of my life. Um, my mom and dad got divorced when I was five, and my mom came to Singapore, in search for a better life. Mm. Flew to Singapore for a fresh start. Uh, leaving me behind with my grandmother, mm-hmm. right? So my grandmother um have a gazillion grandchildren. Oh, so I'm just a statistic to her lah. Okay, basically. Yeah. So her priority is more on um great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So from five till twelve, I was actually brought up by the the neighborhood gangsters. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I technically joined gang when I was five. Oh, that's really young to be in a gang. Yeah, but I didn't join. Join like mm-hmm. I was adopted by the gang leader in that 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 uh, estate you were growing up yeah. in. Um, because I was best friend with uh both of his sons. Oh, okay. Who is two and four years older than me? Oh. Right, so it's kind of like a a pity kind of adoption. Like you know, uh, we are already best friend with this guy, and mm-hmm. this guy is always lost, don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, so I was brought up by him lah. Did my first Cigarette when I was smoked my first cigarette when I was seven, smoked my first weed when I was eight. Wow! <laughs> start to uh, way too young. Yeah, yeah. Start start to sell. Actually, I was start selling weed when I was eight, and I don't know what to do with the weed, oh. right? So I just saw people smoking it. So I was like, let's try. Oh. It's the same as cigarette anyway. It looks the same lah. Okay. So we did it, and then I don't really know what to do. Ah. Uh, uh, Participate in my first riot when I was ten. Wow! 
11 and 12. But when I was 12, my mom decided to uh, bring me over to Singapore. Okay. No, because she had found a, a, a husband and decided to have two kids with her husband. And then, like, she pretty much have a, a another life already. Mm-hmm. And she decided to just, you know, reunite the, the whole the family. The whole family. So, when you were talking about living the, the weed life, the gangster life, mm-hmm. <coughs> that was in Indonesia? In Indonesia, yes. Oh, yeah. that must have been really wild, bro. It was, it was. And But the those in, environment taught me one thing, like, mm. like, there was no such thing as racism. Mm. Because I was obviously a mixed uh, mm. Chinese kid. Like, my, my, my dad is half Batak, half Chinese. Okay. So, I'm 75% Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, but the people that I grew up with, like the, the people in the gang, mm-hmm. we don't call it gang because there's no like word in Bahasa Indonesia that define the gang. gang. Yeah. 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 We call ourselves keluarga, like mm. family. Right, so um, we all share a different skin tone. Like mm-hmm. from we 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 have Batak, we have the uh, Indian, we have the Chinese, we have the Malay looking people there. That is the indigenous there, lah. Yeah. So there is like Dayak, there's Balinese, there's Javanese. Uh. Yeah. So so all these people, um, and we behave like a family. Nice. Right? We look out for each other. Yeah. Like, if you are younger than them, they will really take care of you like you are their little brother. Oh, that's, that's I think, the good good values in it. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are a lot yeah. of good values. Yeah. Morality-wise, questionable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but values yeah. are there. Like, love, respect, understanding, uh, and taking care of each other. Those values was always there. Uh, okay, yeah. so at, at the age of 12, your mom brought you to stay in Singapore. Yeah. How was it? How was... How difficult was it to cope at that point of time? Like, oh, oh culture shock, lah. Culture, culture shock. shock because I pretty much fight almost every day in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. It's either you are getting beat up or you are trying to beat someone up, mm. right? So in Singapore, it's like I can't settle everything with violence, lah. Mm. You know, like everyone is kind of peaceful in a way. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of uh, verbal altercation with the abings here, lah. Mm. But it never lead to a physical Anything, uh, altercation. Yeah. Understood, understood. And um, at that point of time, how w- was your state of mind like as a kid, right? Mm. Were you like showing signs of tantrum, wanting to go back and all that? Mm, not really. I'm more confused than anything else. Oh, confused. Like, I was like, how, wh- wh- how? Why is this structure mm-hmm. so different from Indonesia? Mm-hmm. There's so much peace. There's so much... I don't know, like, it's. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's like the level of tension and violence is reduced by so much that you kind of. Very hard. You find it hard to adapt? Yeah. Oh, you really find it hard to adapt? Yeah. 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 yeah did you actually, like, uh, voice out this thing? I didn't. I actually learned to adapt. You learn. You force yourself to adapt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You... So, so I ad- adapted. Like, it took me a while to adapt, mm-hmm. but eventually I adapted and then I just start to. S- behave in a way that other people's behave. Mm. Because I see a lot of people during my age that time mm-hmm. value other people's opinion. Mm. That's yeah. when I decided to adapt and take those traits mm-hmm. and try to please others. Uh. You know, like, you know, so that they love me. Because I'm pretty much alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't have anyone to relate with. I don't know. So, like, I try to find common ground with people. Mm. Like, so, one of the first few common ground was... Uh, 
wrestling uh. <laughs> okay so I was like huh? what the why why is wrestling yeah. so I start to watch it I'm like oh it's quite entertaining yeah so when people are t- talking about like wrestling back in my day like mm. The Rock Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, all this. Yeah. so I started to like join the conversation yeah I think I like Undertaker all this uh. <laughs> then yeah la. so I found like uh, so called a circle la. a circle for but, you but it's never permanent understood it's never permanent because mm. there are still some things that I can't understand yeah, because of a different culture growing mm. up. I, I mean, you you literally spend your formative years in Indonesia, right? Mm. And then you're suddenly thrown as a teenager in Singapore. Mm. So that's a huge difference. Uh. There's yeah. a huge gap there, right? It is, it is, it is. Yeah. So what what was one thing that you missed the most during those growing up years? I would say having a childhood. Having a childhood. Okay, I, I don't remember playing neighborhood games I don't remember like um because I I grew up in this rough and tough environment, mm. right? So we don't have a lot of like hide and seek mm. or catching, yeah. you know, all these things. Like mm. when you see other kids are doing it mm-hmm. and you were just from outside looking in, like mm. I wish I could have that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's that's the one thing that I wish I had lah, like a childhood lah. Oh, you wish you had a childhood. Yeah, I think it's something that a lot of us took for granted actually, and and having you said that and uh, it's sort of a reality check to us as well that not everyone go through the same childhood that we went through. You've went through a lot in your life. How do you cope with your struggles at that, at at those age? Weed. Weed. At a very young age, even in Singapore? In Singapore, I didn't discover it until I like start hanging around the, the rappers and the hip hoppers in the scene. Mm. Like, due to the fact that it's super normalized in rap music, mm-hmm. as as soon as you hang around them, mm-hmm. there will be someone who have access to that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, you know. How old were you, were you then in Singapore when you start taking this substance? 18. 18? 18. Oh, 2003. Wow. And this here's the thing. Uh, here is a catch. Mm. At 2003, mm-hmm. at 18, mm-hmm. I'm still sec 4. Oh. You... Sec 3. Why? Sec 3, yeah. Why, why was that the case? You stay back or because of your uh, uh, My difference? education was not that good. Okay. Okay, from Indonesia to here. I mean, uh-huh. report card on the surface looks good. Okay, yeah. Okay, but because in Indonesia, the result is, you know... Different, yeah. Different. So, yeah. you know, when you're part of a gang and the gang run the neighbourhood, <laughs> you know, so the, they got the answer the previous day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, we just... We don't, we don't study. We just look at the answer and just memorise and then go to the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. uh, paper-wise, looks good. Lah, but when we come here and mm. take the entry test all, yeah. failed terribly... Like uh, and then my mom was like, "Why then go from sec one entry exam go to primary six entry exam mm. fail, then go to primary five entry exam." Mm-hmm. So at twelve, I supposed to be sec one, ma. Yeah. Right. I dropped back two level, yeah. so I started at primary five. Okay, so <coughs> you started taking weed at the age of eighteen during sec three. Yes. So what made you turn? Now, what makes you who you are right now today? What was the turning point in your life? Oh, the turning point for me was mm. incarceration. Lah. Incarceration. You yeah. were you were caught. How old were you? I was caught in 2016. 2016. I think I'm 31. Yeah. 31. 
2021 yeah. yeah so for drugs as well for drugs uh, for possession and consumption okay yeah. so how how long were you um i was sentenced for 11 months okay you were sentenced for 11 yeah. months and that became a turning point in your life yeah uh, i would say the second month of my incarceration was the turning point Oh, the, the first month. month I was just in full in denial mode, full victim mode, full blaming mode. Mm-hmm. I was blaming everything else but myself. Mm. You know, like I so I support my kids, like I support my then uh, wife now ex-wife. Like I I never hurt anyone. You know, I just supply the demand to people who mm. wanted it. It's not yeah. like I'm. Selling heroin. Yeah. It's not. I'm selling cocaine. You know, it's weed. Mm. You know, I don't see it as a at that point of time lah. As an issue lah. Right. At that point of time, but um, on hindsight, I think um, there is a healthier coping mechanism, right? That you you could talk to a trusted uh, person. person. You could have express it in the in. In the form of songs, yeah. you know, rather than just escape from it. Conversations as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, conversation with the right people. Yeah, obviously. conversations with the right people. And um, what was the best thing that came out when you were incarcerated? Clarity. Clarity. Mm. What What did you see clearly now? Okay. You, when, uh, when it, you got it started up? in a comical way, I would say. Uh, so I was full depression mode on the first month. Oh, during when you were first, right? So, uh, I was locked up alone, mm-hmm. right? Opposite myself, there's this huge uh, Indian guy, Muslim. Mm-hmm. I still remember his name. He's a yeah. Muslim type, uh, um, Indian, and he's tired of my whining and complaining. Oh. So he said, "Bro, I hear you complain one more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time I wallop you." Okay, I look at him. I'm like, I can take him on, but is it worth the trouble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm just feeling sad, what, bro. You say, does feeling sad changes anything? Mm. You still here, what? right? Say, use the time to read, ah, bro. I never see you pick up the book all. Mm. You know, ah, uh, you Muslim, right? Mm. Uh, you go read the Quran, lah. I say, I don't know Arabic. Read mm. the Quran for what? He say you understand English, right? Mm. I'm speaking to you in English. You understand, right? Yeah. There's a translation in English, what? Read the translation, lah. Ah. So I'm like, ha. Okay, lah. So it's me finding excuse, lah. Okay. Uh. So, so there's a point to just go back a little bit. You're uh. Muslim. How did you first came into the religion? The religion yeah. Uh, okay. So I was born. I was not born a Buddhist. I was. Technically born to be a Buddhist, mm-hmm. yeah. I was raised to be a Buddhist. But um, I witness that my family is not practicing the religion; they're just following tradition. Mm-hmm. And then there's a certain things that I about that religion I question a lot, and no one can answer. So I decided to be a free thinker. Mm-hmm. And when my Muslim best friend uh, committed suicide, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to take it. Upon myself to deflame the entire religion. Oh, because I heard in in uh Islam, if you commit suicide, you are going to hell, mm. right? So I was quite pissed off. Mm. I'm like, how can you just 
put a blanket statement like that. Like he's a great person, mm. right? You're you mean to tell me a person could be good all his while, but then when something terrible happens to him, mm. he falls into depression, kill himself. He's still going to hell. Mm. Like I don't agree with that that mm. statement, lah. Mm. Right, so I deflamed the entire religion on on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I think I deleted the post already. <laughs> but okay. a good a mutual friend of mine mm -hmm. who's also Muslim, like he approaches me and said, "Don't do that, lah. Like that mm -hmm. is um, blasphemy." Mm -hmm. Right? If you don't know anything about the religion, mm -hmm. go to Darul Akam, the conversion center. I'm willing. I'm willing mm -hmm. to go with you mm -hmm. because I also want to strengthen my faith. Mm -hmm. Right? So say, don't judge a person person's religion based, based on the person's action. Mm -hmm. right? Judge by your understanding of the religion. Mm -hmm. If you don't know anything, ask. Mm. Right? Say the 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 religion the Islamic religion have no flaw. Mm. Say bullshit lah. All religion have flaws. Mm. All religion. Right? Uh, so he said, I but I can guarantee you this one no flaw. Mm. If you can find a flaw, I'll eat bakute in front of you <laughs> and change to a free thinker. Mm. Okay? So I'm like, fine. You want to do this the, the hard way? Right? I say, I, let's make this a bet. Mm. I bet with you. Okay? If I cannot find, mm. right? If I cannot find flaw in this religion, I will turn to a Muslim mm. and sunat. Mm. If I can find, you eat bakute, mm. right? And uh, change to a free thinker. Mm. I say, okay. Mm -hmm. So we went to Darul Akam so you went to Darul Akam every weekend. So eight weeks. Ah. Mm -hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Ah. When? Mm. Ask all the questions. Mm -hmm. The Ustad answered it flawlessly mm. with the verse from the Quran. Mm. So he answered everything with logic. Mm. Very logical. Yeah. So I'm like, Alamak. If a man don't commit to his word, mm. what, is what he? am I worth? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ego. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Convert lah, convert. Okay. No big deal what? Convert. Yeah. But never practice. <laughs> ah, so when did you become a practicing Muslim? Uh, incarceration. Oh, during incarceration. Uh, that was the turning point entirely. Was it because of the, the, the another person opposite you? No, he initiated mm. the whole thing. Mm. So I didn't really pay attention to the Quran mm -hmm. until I came ac across Surah 32 verse 9. Mm-hmm. He stated that he created you in due proportion, breathed into you his spirit, give you the faculty to see, hear, and understand. And little thank did you give to him. That little thank did you give to him mm. struck my heart so hard mm -hmm. that the entire night I was crying. Oh. Because I was looking at myself, I'm like, yeah, he did bless me, uh, due proportion. Yeah. Like my, my lima, equal length. Mm -hmm. Like not one short, one tall. Yeah. You know? I can see, I can hear, yeah. I can think properly. I'm not unhealthy mm -hmm. right but have I ever wake up with gratitude mm. never every time I wake up ah, complain complain ah. Wah, yeah. got this lah got that to pay lah got this issue got that issue mm -hmm. tak pernah like bersyukur lah mm. in a way like never feel grateful at all mm. so you, you were sharing with us just now like when your good friend com committed suicide mm. maybe you can uh, walk through with us like what were you actually really feeling at that point of time and all anger that? Anger Anger, was really angry. Angry because he didn't practice what he preached. Mm -hmm. He committed suicide due to a fact that he had uh, his heart broken by a girl. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, but I get to know him. Uh, he became my good friend. Uh, mm -hmm. When I got dumped by a girl. 
Okay, so he was like, bro, there's so many fishes in the sea. So, uh, fast forward, mm. like five years later, mm-hmm. he committed suicide because he got his heart broken by a girl. What was your take on mental wellness at the point of time? I wasn't paying attention to it, mm-hmm. but I know I was a, a victim of it. Mm. Right? Because, so you just push it aside? Yeah, yeah, I just suppress it. Right? Oh, okay. you know, don't talk about it because if I talk about it, I'm weak. Mm. You know, if I talk about it, my masculinity will be questioned. If I talk about it, like, I, like, I will look like like weak yeah, yeah. not a strong man all this so but that to me is the reason why some people uh, subscribe to this toxic masculinity trait mm. because I think that is toxic yeah. okay? but uh, the fact that we put uh, sex to that word mm. is because agenda yeah. uh, agenda to that word yeah. is because like it, in our society mm-hmm. Like male are supposed to be look at the strong one. Yeah, as the strongest one. Yeah, yeah. no need, cannot, cannot have emotion and all yeah. this. So, I try to mask it, I guess, mm-hmm. with insecure, like like weed lah. Yeah, I yeah. Just numb it down lah. You, know, you, you like, numb it down with drugs and all uh, that lah, and also partying and all that. Yeah, yeah, as, as a form of an outlet, an alternative, right? Yeah. So when uh, your good friend committed suicide, did your perspective on mental health change? Actually, it made me more angry, lah. With mm. really, like I, 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 was like, you know, um, you could have talked to me. I wouldn't judge you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on hindsight, right, I never expressed that to him. Mm. So technically, yeah. I were to be blamed because yeah. if I were to told told him like I'm a safe space, bro, like. Mm. I won't judge you if you tell me mm. your f- true feeling because mm. I want to help, right? Mm. But I never expressed that to him, uh, right? Yeah. So, on hindsight, I think I play a part. Yeah. Like, if I were to normalize it uh, around my circle, mm. then that would might have not happened, I guess. Yeah. I think that's one of the uh, mission of this podcast, actually, to normalize asking one another. Like, hey bro, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay, bro? Yeah, that kind of thing, right? Uh, I think we should really normalize that. Um, having genuine heart to heart talk. Mm. Like, I mean, there are different approaches, lah. Sometimes we just don't go to a person like, "Hey, you okay or not, bro?" Sometimes they don't want to say it. Mm. So you really need to have time to, uh, grow into that conversation and ask how they are. So let me ask you, what are your biggest regrets in life? Not valuing time. Not valuing time more. Mm-hmm. So I used to undervalue time, mm. thinking that I have a lot of it, mm. right? Especially when I was younger. Mm. No, uh, everyone have the same same set of time every day, mm-hmm. twenty four hour. Yeah, right. And I didn't realize, like whatever you invest your time in, will determine where you are going in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I realized that time wait for no one. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. If you don't value it, mm-hmm. chances are you waste it on things that do not add value to your life. Mm-hmm. Then chances are, if you don't add value to your life, then your life will have no value. Lah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's uh, like one of the my favorite quote in the world will be life get better when you get better. Nice. So we can't expect to have a better life if we can't even put in time and effort to, to be a be better a, individual. Yeah, to better ourselves. Yeah. yeah, on the topic of time, if this is it, mm. nah, that's the title of the podcast. Mm. So if this is it, if today is your last day on earth, this is your last moment on earth, would you be happy with how you have, you have led your life? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah yes. it, it all turns out for the better right? yeah, yeah. and everything. Because I decided to put in the work Mm. to work on myself mm-hmm. and I uh, sincerely think that I'm living my best life now mm. so my prayer every day mm-hmm. is the same right before I go to sleep I would pray that um, pray to God that if I've done enough to be entered into heaven mm-hmm. right uh, I don't mind going mm-hmm. I don't mind not waking up tomorrow mm-hmm. but if I have not done enough if there's more that I can do mm-hmm. Give me another day to try. Nice. That is my prayer every day. Yeah, it's it's a good thing that we are leaning towards the last bit of the podcast. I wanted to ask you, how often do you think about going away, about death? How often? Uh? Yeah. Damn near every day, bro. Damn near every day, right? Yeah. yeah, so you live every day. Every time you wake up the next day with gratitude mm. to do better yourself and yeah. all that. So like, hopefully mm. like, if that night I go, uh, at mm. least I try uh, my best to be better. You get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, nice Thank you very much brother So Let's say today is your last day mm. What the last meal you want to eat? <laughs> last meal? Yeah Sati Padang bro Sati Padang? Uh, like, like from Indonesia one? From or? Medan one. From Medan Specifically from Medan mm, Sati Medan only? <laughs> Sati Padang Medan Yes Only o- Awesome What's your track? Audio track What What is the last thing you want to hear Before you leave this world? Oh My my own song lah I'm a Turk I'm a talk. <laughs> nice, nice. And um, who are the people you want to be there with you in your last my, moment? My kids. Your kids? My kids. My daughter and my son. And my wife, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone out there that you want to um, sort of like seek atonement with or anything? Mm, I mean, those that I've seek atonement, I've said it before, personally mm. to them. Mm-hmm. That's uh, nice. And... Now the ball is on their court. Lah. Yeah. You know, like if you don't forgive me, I mean I've done my part. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm I've already apologized, you know, and I've apologized with a reason. Mm. Like the reason I do what I do mm-hmm. is because of this. Nice. Right? And then it ended up being a right decision for me. Mm-hmm. Though it may not be the right decision for you back in the mm-hmm. day, but as you can see the result that I've put out mm-hmm. makes sense. Right? So you cannot uh, still be mad at me because I don't listen to your advice. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are still mad at me because I don't listen to their advice. Oh, yeah. there's still people out there who is currently still mad at you. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but but you've already like explained uh, yourself, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now you already have your sate padang. Ah. Uh, you already have your family members and your loved ones around you. Uh-huh. You have your own track playing behind you, Young Talk. Uh, this is your last moment in life. Uh, What's your last speech to everyone? Don't be like me. Mm-hmm. Be better. You, you keep it simple. Be better. Yeah. Be better. There are some people who are also going through the challenges that you faced growing up. Mm. The trying to cope with changes, adapting to, I don't know, family situations. Mm. 
what are your advices to them? Uh, have self-love. Lah. Self-love. Love, love yourself enough to be... This, this is my favourite quote actually. Like mm-hmm. for, uh, not a quote, like an uh, advice from uh, one of the movie stars, I think. He said like, treat yourself like your own best friend. Right? Like the advice that you want to give your best friend when they are vulnerable, the advice that you want to give to your best friend when they make a mistake, give that to yourself. Right? Don't make a mistake and then start treating yourself like you're the worst enemy. Like, why are you so stupid? Why do you do this? Why do you do... Like, no, don't hate yourself to a degree that you don't value yourself. You know? So, treat yourself like your own best friend. Like, when you make a mistake, like, give yourself the advice the same way when your best friend make a mistake. Mm. Like, hey, it's okay lah. It's just, you know, a, a mistake. We learn from it. We grow from it. Like, that kind of supportive best friend. Mm. Do, th- do that to yourself lah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lee Roka. That was a really good advice. I love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. I think that's one thing that um, we should do more. Because some of us get too hard on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we we criticize ourselves way beyond. Yeah, you are the worst. Everything. Critic, right? yeah, yeah, you're the worst critic of yourself. So learn to love yourself. And if you're in need of any help, or rather, if you're facing any problems, just reach out to someone. Someone, yeah. Yeah, exactly. just reach out to someone. Thank you very much, Liraka. Is there anything else you want to say? Yes. Yes. Uh, carry on. Don't just because someone turned you down, mm-hmm. don't give up completely. Nice. That's yeah. a good way to end this episode. <laughs> Just because someone turned it down, turn you down. Turn you down. Don't give up completely. Don't give up completely. Yeah. If they don't have a space for you at their table, build your own table. Correct. I'll see you guys next episode. It's been fun talking with Lee Roca. Oh, but pleasure's all mine, bro. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank if this is everything. it, follow us over on uh, Spotify. You can rate us there. Follow us over on Instagram. And um, yeah. Feel free Peace. to drop by if you want to share your stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Stay blessed. Bye. If this is it. This is not just for entertainment. It's a reflection.